0: You're listening to the Superpower Up podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I have such a fun conversation for you all today. We have Debbie Sodergren with us. She is author, speaker, and owner of Up Vibration. So already, right? We're in love. Up vibrations like what what isn't what isn't great and phenomenal about that kind of a conversation and she named a business that so you know she's our people and she she works with people to cultivate their mindset reduce stress but today we're going to really harness that conversation into how great entrepreneurs harness flow I, that that's such a crucial crucial conversation for so many of you because you know we tend to be able to do this in like the spiritual woo woo space but then how do you stay in flow while you're doing your work, right? Maybe while you're balancing a spreadsheet or while you're systemizing your business, right? Is it even possible? So we're going to talk with Debbie about that today and and about the connection between reducing your stress, managing your mindset and achieving success in your business. So all kinds of yummy fun stuff today. Please join me in welcoming Debbie to the show. Welcome, Debbie.
0: Oh, thank you, Tonya. It's nice to be here with you this morning. Uh, Oh, I'm very
1: excited to have this conversation. So let's go ahead and jump right in and ask you, what are your
0: superpowers? So my superpowers are, um, I get messages for people when I'm doing energy work on them. So say I have a client that gets on the table, um, coming to me to get their stress reduced. Um, I happen to be a Reiki master teacher, along with a bunch of other modalities, and um, when they get on the table somebody from the other side who's associated with them comes through and, you know, just has information for the person. And it makes no sense to me. But at the end of the session, I'll say, hey, I've got this gift and this is what I do. Are you interested? And 99.9% of the time, the person on the table says, yes, absolutely. I'm open to this. What do you got for me?
1: Mm, beautiful. I love that. And, I, and, and so I know a lot of people are listening and they're like, oh, wait, 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 that happens to me too. And then I've talked to so many practitioners who are afraid to give that information. So how did you move into the space where you even had the courage to say to somebody, hey, well, by the way, this information is coming through or this person's here? Because I'm sure that, I mean, maybe I'm making an assumption, but I would imagine that was its own kind of journey for you.
0: Yeah, it was. And um, it's an interesting story. I'll try to keep it really short here so we can move on with so much juicy uh, other things with this conversation. But when I was four years old, I had open heart surgery twice. Everybody's born with a hole in their heart and mine did not close up during my kindergarten physical. My doctor found it. And um, after my first open heart surgery, My mom and my dad came in to see me and my mom was like, oh, her color's off. Something's wrong. I can just tell. And once they assessed me again, they realized that uh, my stitches didn't hold and I needed surgery again. And I believe it was during my second surgery that I had my out-of-body experience. And when I came back into my body, um, I remembered everything. And growing up, uh, when I was released from the hospital a few months later, I was you know, having, leaving my body at night and I was seeing my grandparents across the street and my best friend next door. And I would say to them, oh, I can, you know, I saw you last night, you got up at this time, or this is what you had on for pajamas. And um, at one point, um, an adult had pulled me aside and said, hey, you really can't say stuff like this because they're going to take you away. And um, at that point, I, Shut down, and when I would lay in bed at night, I would just you know will myself to stay in my body, you know, and just like I can remember it, just making my fists clenched and closing my eyes really tight, clenching them, and just saying to myself, Stay in your body, stay in your body, stay in your body. And um, that kind of closed me down for a little while. And I went through life and tried to fit in like everybody else, but I knew things that were different. I knew that it didn't have to be this hard to. To get what you wanted in life, and it wasn't supposed to be um, difficult. And I knew that we were going to go through experiences, and I understood that this earth plane consciousness was actually, um, you know, a place to get experiences and to feel things. Because, in my opinion, from my experience, when you were on the other side, you didn't get to play like this, you didn't have these contrasts, you didn't have. these emotional ranges that we currently have that we aren't really utilizing and we're not really tapping into, which is connecting us to our higher selves, which is you know tapping us into our superpowers.
1: I love that my my journey was so similar, but not at such a young age. I love the fact that you remember this, and that you were very consciously aware um, at such a young age of having that choice and of making that choice the, you know, I was in college when somebody came to me and, and told me the same thing, you know, that people don't want to hear this, like, you can't do this. And I made the exact same choice, you know, much later in life than you did to, to shut that down. And so as you were talking, I was like, whoa, that it's, and I think it's such a common thing. Um, and a big part of my motivation, I know, in, in taking on this kind of mantle of superpowers was to help people understand like you're not alone, like you're not crazy, it is valuable, you have this information for a reason. And just because it frightens other people doesn't necessarily mean that it's worthy of being shut down from, from on your end. And so I appreciate the fact that you're so courageous and, and are willing to come out and say that, because I, I, my belief is people need to hear that. You know, They, they need to, to know that it's okay to step into those gifts and, and maybe you have shut them down um, previously, and it is okay to reopen those, and it's safe, and, and you can get support, and you can get, um, you know, assistance from people who've had those experiences, and so um, just kudos to you for for really being into that.
0: Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, growing up, I was always different. I didn't really fit in with this group or that group. I kind of the Gemini in me, I was very social. So I would like hang out with the kids in the smoking area. And then I would go, you know, be the track manager. So <laughs> I wore a couple different hats. I also was in plays. So I really felt like I was kind of the social butterfly I just kind of floated around between all the groups because why not? Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I was always labeled, oh, you're you're different. You're weird. You're this. And <laughs> I internally, like I, I kind of, I guess I had really thick skin and I just kind of was like, yeah, whatever in my mind, just be like, yeah, we're supposed to be different. Cause we are different and mm. we should be celebrating those differences and we should be exploring and praising somebody for their differences. I mean, yes, we do collaborate and we do things together, but we're all doing it in our own way. We're not, Mm -hmm. two people that are the same. So let's embrace it and let's really make this easier for each other and really harness this whole experience of this journey here on this earth plane consciousness because we are a spiritual being having a human experience. And I'm so happy that we are all finding each other now and we're all talking about this. Like, it, you know, it's we are finally deciding that it's okay to talk about this that it's not taboo anymore and it's it's time if we want to go from this third dimension to this fifth dimension to the higher dimensions the only way to do that is to collaborate because we know quantum physics has told us that we are us you know made up of energy and when energy comes together it expands so if like minds can come together energetically, we're going to expand the consciousness of what we're bringing forward. Makes sense, right? I love it. That's
1: perfect. Yeah. I love the whole like you're different, you're weird. Uh, you know, Neva Neva's really coined the phrase of you know weird is my new normal. And I, and I <laughs> yeah. love that at, at that age that she's able to do that. And I just I really appreciate hearing the stories of, of people like you who just kind of knew and, and stayed connected to that awareness. Um, you know, I think, I think you're out there to give hope to, to all those folks who um, have stayed in the shadows because of that. But let's, let's go ahead and take a quick break before we do, where can people go to find out more about you?
0: Uh, if you want to find out more about me, thanks for asking. Uh, you can head over. I've got a couple websites. Uh, one of them is, um, Debbie Sodergren dot dot Awesome. Can you go ahead and spell that for folks? Sure. It's my first name, Debbie, D E B B I E, hyphen Sodergren, S is in Sam O D E R, G R E N is in Nancy, dot mykajabi dot com.
1: Awesome. Very cool. We've been talking with Debbie Sodergren about how great entrepreneurs. Harness Flow. We're going to dive into that right after the break and show you how you can start staying in the flow and be really successful in your entrepreneur venture. So stick with us. We'll be right back.
0: your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the superpower net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more.
1: Awesome. We're back. You've been listening to the superpower Up podcast. We're talking to Debbie Sodergren today about how great entrepreneurs harness flow. So Debbie, prior to our break, we were talking about your experience and kind of how you had the courage to step into your gifts and, and and the awareness that you have about what you're here to do, so let's talk about how you work with people um, to stay in flow and and what that even means can you can you give us a little bit of information about what you mean when you talk about staying in flow?
0: Sure, so when I am in flow and i we all have experienced this, we've all been going through our life where we're experiencing this euphoric feeling where we're like oh my god i don't want this to stop i just want to freeze time what i'm feeling right now that's when you're in your flow that's when you're in one of your highest vibrations of your flow and those those feelings when you're not practicing things to support it, those feelings are very fleeting and they're very far few and in between. But when you start incorporating and learning different tools and techniques, and there's a lot of them, and the reason why there's so many of them is because they don't always work at the same time. So I might be in flow, I might be doing whatever it is I need to do to keep my vibration high. And then one morning I wake up and I get into that same routine, that same structure. And then I realize, huh, I I don't feel as great as I want to feel. So what I'll do is I'll go and explore another different technique or tool in order to get my vibration where I really want it to be. And it's important to have all those different things. So for me. Uh, one of the first things I do is I ground myself and I I know breath is really important. So that's another big piece of my practice. Um, and I, I invite my clients to, you know, play around with it and I'm going to be doing this 10-day challenge coming up here in April, and it's free, and it's just introducing some of these ideas to people who are stressed out, and they're like, my God, you're, you're, so, you're so calm all the time, and how come you're so happy, and you th- things seem to go so easy for you. Well, yeah, I'm in my flow. Like I don't, I don't make it harder than it has to be. It doesn't mean I haven't gone through some really hard stuff, because I have, but I don't allow those hard things to define me What I do is I allow those things to be incorporated into helping me elevate and to stay in my flow. There's a very different mindset in that. So mindset work is a big piece of how I work with people in order to really get them in their flow.
1: Well, and I like that you combine the mindset concept with the breath. And so, you know, I, th- I think that there is this this synergy that occurs if we're present in our bodies. You know, you were talking before the break, like stay in your body, stay in your body. You know, this idea that you know we kind of have to bring it along. And I know for a lot of us who, you know, it, you know maybe shot out and kind of got these concepts and some of these really far out there concepts early on. Most of us did have a relationship with our body where we tended to leave it and, and come back and kind of figuring out how do you be here, present here, and still know all this stuff and still connect into that flow state. And so I love that you're connecting into that body piece. I was talking the other day uh, with my husband, Justin, about you know every, every time I expand in a new space, it's like I have to go looking for new resources that keep me in that connection because the old pool of resources was designed to kind of help me create a container there and fill it there. And then the new space, I have to get an even bigger container and fill it there. And I've had that experience so many times now that I've kind of gotten in this habit of when I start to feel uncomfortable in a space, and, and by space, of course, I'm talking about more of the energetic vibrational space, um, really asking, like, how do I increase my ability to stay in connection here? And it's different at each stage. So I like the fact that you talked about there are different methodologies, and, and I could tend dimensionally. Those have to expand and get even bigger and bigger and bigger, and and throughout all of that, the only constant that I've discovered is coming back to that central axis of, um, you know, the axes of, of really staying in connection and staying uh, in oneness, and and whether whether you're framing it as love, faith, oneness, anything spiritual, whatever the uh, word is for you that resonates. To me, no matter what the details look like in the projection, that is the only surefire um, home base, if you will, like the only the only place to come back to. At least, at least in my experience, um, and so I know that there are many, many techniques for that. So, so let's let's talk to the listeners who are sitting there, going, "Okay, I know that I'm not doing that. I know that I'm not staying connected. I'm not um, doing as much as maybe I could to keep in that flow state." And I get caught up in the details or in the day-to-day. You mentioned mindset. How can they, what are some techniques they can use to bring themselves back to that place?
0: Um, A really great one to use, and I feel like um, people want to oversimplify it or they want to, because it is so simple, they want to negate the fact that it is very powerful, and that is to have gratitude. Whenever Think about it. Whenever we've been of service, think about whenever you've put your stuff aside and you were there for somebody, whether it was a crisis or you just had this inner calling where you needed to just step out of yourself and just be there for somebody else for a minute, five minutes, a half hour, whatever it was. When you do that and you can come back and you can have gratitude for what you have and where you are. That will keep your vibration high. That is one of the tools that will actually help you get into your flow is by first having gratitude, being thankful for what is working in your life instead of putting your mindset and your attention on what's not working because where you put your thoughts is what you're going to attract and what you're going to expand. So if you say, if somebody's around you and they're sick and they sneeze and you're like, oh my God. God, I don't want to get sick, right? You put so much emotion behind the whole thing on not getting sick. Well, the universe doesn't understand the word not. And guess what? You're going to get sick because you've kind of co-created that by putting so much effort on the thought of being sick, but you've also attached the emotion to it. So you've tapped into that emotional area, which you hold in your solar plexus, which is Um, in your body, just above your belly button. Um, It's one of the major energy centers. And our emotions, uh, we've we've learned to use them in a way where we want to escape them instead of using them as a tool. And with your mindset, when you're connected and you breathe and you get back into your body, when you start feeling those emotions, like if you start feeling some fear, instead of having a reaction to it, have a response to it. Take a couple breaths, sit with the fear, and ask yourself, because you are the sum of many different parts in this human experience. So if you sit with yourself and you ask yourself, what is bringing up this feeling of fear? And breathe into it, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Your body, your other senses will Come to your aid and it will give you information, whether it'll give you a picture of what it is the fear is, it'll give you a word of what the fear is, it'll give you a feeling, a sensation, depending how it is that you process, how it is that you're wired together on what that emotion is actually giving you feedback, biofeedback, if you will, of the experience of all that you're encompassing instead of it just being a feeling in the body, like, oh, I'm feeling fear. Okay, so uh, I don't want to feel this, so I better take something and squash it out. So maybe you take like, you know, you think your stomach's upset, so you take a Pepto-Bismol or you take a Tums. You're masking it rather than sitting with it and just really going, what is this? Oh, okay, so now I have gratitude. Thank you for the information body, for the emotional body of giving me this information. So now I can make a decision going forward out of clarity instead of out of fear, um, we're in the brain, in the amygdala, where it's the fight or flight thing, now you're coming from a different place in your brain that is working within your body systems of having information that you can move forward, keep your vibration high, instead of operating in fear and the fight or flight, which is a lower vibration.
1: Awesome. There's so much good information. Everything Debbie just said, really go back and listen to that, folks, and apply some of those concepts. Pick one and just start to implement it into your life. I really love that you were talking about the gratitude piece. And, it, and, and you said something really, really key there because I think we, we hear the gratitude thing. And so we think that we should be grateful for all the horrible things in our life, or that's how we perceive them. But what you said that was so powerful was be, you, sometimes it's hard to find gratitude in the thing that we think of as being negative but you can always be grateful for the experience or for the information that comes through it. Mm-hmm. And that's just a really subtle differentiator that, that can help pull you out of the, the throes of that. Um, so if you take nothing else from this conversation, that is hugely, hugely powerful. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that especially when it comes to making money in their business and they know they're supposed to be in gratitude and they're supposed to you know really be grateful for the experience and for feeling broke and all these other things but that that actually is an oversimplification of the gratitude principle and so sometimes it's just a matter of being grateful for what presents itself that leads you closer into your own flow state um Perfect. Great example, Debbie. I really appreciate that. We, we do need to go ahead and wrap up, but before we do, I want to remind people again where they can go to find out more about you.
0: Oh, okay. Great. Yes. You can check me out um, at, uh, well, I guess the beginning part of it is the HTTPS um, colon two slashes. Debbie, my first name, D E B B I E hyphen Sodergren S O D E R G R E N. Dot
1: awesome. Debbie, thank you so much for joining us today, folks. Debbie is a wealth of information and, and just deep wisdom around you know, staying in that flow state and how to really implement that for those of you who are change agents and, and, and entrepreneurs who are struggling with keeping in that flow. Check out her site and, and see what she has to offer. Debbie, thank you so much for joining us today and thank you for all the work that you're doing in the world.
0: Oh, thank you, Tanya. This was wonderful. I hope this was helpful for people. And I hope that it helps them to, you know, get into their flow, open up to their flow, and have fun.
1: Awesome. Well, we're all about the fun. So, again, thank you, Debbie, for joining us. And to all of you out there, as always, thank you for listening. We appreciate your loyalty. Until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Bye bye.
0: Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.